Hello, guys, and welcome to the second edition of the Put It On The Board podcast. I am at White Sox City, and join me today, as always. So first off, how are you doing today? Yo, what's up? So, uh, yeah, so sorry for um, an abrupt intro, everybody, but my I can't um, use my iPad to do this right now because I am um, on vacation and I don't have any internet. So, um, yeah, this kind of sucks. But um, so first off, um, I think everybody knows the reason um, why we hopped on here today. Um, and uh, if you've been viewing either of our stories, which you definitely should, um, I know I know you were talking about it a lot. Um, it's the stupid management of Tony La Russa. Oh, um, yeah. Go 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 right ahead. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's uh kind of dumb. Like, I get players need off days and stuff, but I mean, not all at once. Like, benching players all at once is like, kind of like ridiculous like like bench one player here another player there like don't bench Moncada Anderson and Robert all at, on the same day like please Anderson literally almost just hit three straight leadoff home runs he would have hit a leadoff home run in the second game of the twin series he just got under a little bit but what you know I've I've I actually got somebody who told me that I'm a clown for saying all the things on my story. I'm not sorry about it, and I'm not going to apologize. I'm only going to apologize for spamming my story and talking about it constantly. But I, I'm not going to apologize for it because he he keeps giving our players off days, and it, it's it's ridiculous. It's It's like, I mean, I talked about it too. You... You did the same thing last year. You you thought you had this division wrapped up and you were the first to clinch the AL playoffs. And then you squander the opportunity to win the division and you get bounced first round because you drop from one to seven in literally a week. Yeah, I agree. Like that and... I think we're also fighting. We're not done fighting for playoff position. Like we're battling for the one, two, or three seed. And I think all of us would rather have games one, two, and five at guaranteed rate field because this team is good at home and has proven not to be the best road team. Yeah, um, you, you're surely right about that. They. I mean, they did get that sweep against Wrigley, but uh, not really, really at Wrigley. Um, but that was kind of like their first bright spot on the road in a long time, quite honestly. Um, but I don't, I don't know what it is. But we'll probably win this game if Lynn is pitching, quite honestly, because we don't have to dig into this bullpen and actually have Jose Ruiz blow the game. Um, which I don't blame him fully, but. It is what it is. I mean, I'm sorry. The fact that you can't that you can't get even one run off Griffin Jacks, not Griffin Jacks, Bailey Ober, and that bullpen is just horrendous. It's I don't care what lineup you're throwing out there. They 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 have terrible pitchers, and you couldn't even get one run off it. It's So bad. I mean, I'm glad. Like, I just was watching it in spurts. I wasn't really paying that much attention because I was kind of on the road all day. But I mean, what I saw was bad. I mean, I don't like. You know, like I said, I got called a clown. You did too. Um, I know you've been getting your fair share of slander, but. 
here's the thing I don't understand is that sure you can call me a clown all you want and you know whatever but you benched four out of your nine guys who are everyday players now Robert Anderson um Moncada and Zavala and uh you know, Sebi has been. I'd rather have Sebi's of all in this lineup than I'd have Zach Collins. Quite honestly, Zach Collins can't hit anything. Um, but, but again, I just can't believe how. Like, I've talked about it. You talked about it. Everybody's talked about it. But people keep wondering why this offense is squandered and has you know kind of fell, fallen off since. Um, a particular uh, holiday, July 4th, that is. You know who got injured right around the July 4th holiday? Let's take a wild guess. Both of our, both of our, one of our, both of our favorite players. Yep. Rondell. Rondell got injured uh, about the July 4th weekend. Um, we're actually going to go into a segment about Rondell because, again, uh, I'm very, very sorry for this, but um, I accidentally deleted the pod. Well, actually, I didn't delete it, but I can't upload it on my iPad. Um, but anyway, Grandal gets injured, and what has happened since? This offense has just struggled and struggled and struggled. Like, we were first in run differential before Grandal went down. That's not a, <laughs> that's not a coincidence. When, he, when he's taking his, when he's taking his walks, when he's hitting home runs, whatever. Yeah, it's Grand Grandal. I got laughed out. Grandal is one of the most important players, if not maybe the most important player to his team. Like, look at our catching position now. Like, yeah, Zavala's okay, but I mean, like, our catching positions is one of the worst. I feel like with Zavala and Collins back there. This we're gonna get into this later because uh, we did talk about it a little bit, but again, I uh, I can't upload it. But, um, you know, I mean, I, I've liked what I've seen from Sebi Zavala. Um, the defense is regressing. However, I'm loving the framing that he's doing. Um, and it's nothing to say I would rather have Collins defending. God no. Um, I'm really really liking what I'm seeing framing wise. Um, you know, he's framed a few pitches that I, that I think, you know, um, not a lot of our guys, um, could get with Collins. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm really, really liking, uh, what I'm seeing from, uh, you know, from, from Sebi. Um, I I mean, you know, you can go into it too, but. The hitting is kind of stepping up a little bit, I'd say. Um, he is hit, making some nice contact, too. I agree with that, yeah. Yeah, um, I did believe... I I, th- I think he got a, uh, a nice single against the Twins the other day, um, which uh, is more than I can say for Zach Collins. Um, and, you know, let's just get this out of the way. It, d- okay, do you actually think Grandel is going to be back in, what, a week? Maybe a week and a half? the very most. I I don't like I got told somebody told me it was 2 weeks. I'm like th- that's not realistic at all. I don't know if you guys remember but when Jimenez went down after crashing into the wall, no, it's not 2021. I'm talking about 2019. They sent him on a rehab assignment after he was out for like 15 games, I think. Um if not more, I maybe it was a little more. But he was only down there for like Geez, three games maybe. It was really just to get him back into the swing of things. Um, yeah, I, I don't expect Rondal to be down there for very long, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's, let's hope so. We need him. Yep. Um, it's not a coincidence that our OBP's gone kind of gone down. Yeah. Um, and you know, let's not. Let's not, you know, rush to make any judgments on Grandal yet. He's, uh, he was heating up before he went down, unfortunately. Um, and if he comes back and he's only getting his walks, I'm fine with that because he's coming off an injury. And it was a pretty, you know, 
big injury for him. He he he's never really had a big injury, quite honestly. Um, he's always been a really really durable catcher, so I I don't think he's ever um gonna be down like this again with the Sox. Um, yeah, I think he's a really really durable catcher. He's not you know um a few a few guys um uh, like Darnod Dar- Darno um you know he got that huge injury um but let's just get this out of the way do you think do you actually think that Zach Collins will get optioned when Grandal gets back um i don't know i do not know i hope so like i think Sebi Zavala's outplayed him and uh let's let's hope the front office can see that i mean they did we we didn't think they'd DFA at a meeting and they did that and let's just hope they make the right decision with catcher. So with the keeping Savage of Owl as the backup. Right. Um, and honestly, I'm sick and tired of, uh, uh, we, we talked about this last time, but I'm sick and tired of Lucas Giolito and his stuff with personal catching. Listen, you got the best catcher in baseball behind there. He's the best offensive catcher in baseball. He's a top three framer. Probably a top seven defender. Y- you need to you need to work with him. You really do, quite honestly. Um, y- Grandal's just too good to for Giolito to keep doing this because he okay. he formed an attachment with McCann. That's fine because it was only for you know a sixty game season. Um, at, which of course after the fact, um which we signed Grandal, but, you know, he came in the offseason and he said he was really, really excited to work with Grandal. And, like, three starts into 2021, the guy's already with Zach Collins. So, I'm sorry. I, I like Lucas. I know you like Lucas, but he, he needs to... He needs to get off his high horse. He needs to... He needs to learn to catch with with Grandal. I agree. Yeah, like, you know, people just say, but what about this start? Like, it's only a couple starts. That bad game opening day last year with Grandal, but I mean, like, that's just, it's not like, he's only had a couple starts with him. Yeah, and I remember when we were platooning Collins and Grandal. Do you remember that? Yeah, I was like, that mm-hmm. just, that made me so mad. Okay, Grandal wasn't getting any consistent playing time at all. And maybe, and quite honestly, I think that was tearing down his confidence because Tony was like, and again, you know, in April, he was just coming off an injury, um, which I know I just said Grandal's pretty durable. But, you know, you do get these spring training markups, so I don't, I don't blame him at all. Grandal is the biggest dude in the lineup, um, figuratively. And physically, um, well, biggest dude, um, well, actually, well, actually, I'm going to say Grandal is, he he looks like a tank, um, but, uh, you know, you can't just keep, you can't keep Angle out of the lineup, um, Angle or Vaughn. So you can DH Grandal for Collins anymore. It's it's just I it's not gonna happen anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and like there's some days, yeah, you could put Vaughn at first base when Abreu needs a day off, but that doesn't come without Abreu kicking and screaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what Abreu's issue is with um, not being able, with um, him accepting that. Um, if he wants to stay here, honestly, I don't see Jose Abreu staying here after his contract. May I, maybe he will, but quite honestly, I just don't know if that's gonna. I I don't know. There's a lot of uncertainty there, quite honestly, because. He's he's just not a top ten first baseman anymore, and I know people are gonna you know come at me with that, but he's a good first baseman, 
is he borderline top 10? Maybe. I mean, if you look at what other first basements have been doing. If, if, honestly, I don't know how you feel about this, but if, if a braid goes, I think I'm okay with it. I mean, like, it'd be sad, obviously, because, like, he was kind of the, the first player, because when I, like, 2014 was, like, the first year I went to double-digit sacks games in a year, and he was, like, one of the only star players I remember, because the team was, like, not good at all. Yeah. But, like... I mean, he's been an icon and been great to the franchise, but it's it's a business, and you got to make tough decisions. And... Right, and you know, um, I I think we've we've said this multiple times, but there's just no way I, I'm not going to accept that the Chicago White Sox aren't going to sign a bat in the off season because with Nick Madrigal leaving, they 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 want they want it. I can you know. Hernandez is a nice piece. Um, if they want to pursue a route that keeps Hernandez second, and he is our second baseman of the future, quote-unquote, and they sign Mark Hanna or an outfielder, I think that's the best way to go. Um, if the opportunity arises to sign Marcus Simeon or Chris Taylor, by all means, honestly, Hernandez can play the outfield. As kind of like, you know, Jimenez and Vaughn can DH in left field, and then Hernandez can play right. Um, or if, Taylor. What, what's up? Taylor Taylor can play the outfield on Sundays too. So you got two guys that could do that. Yeah, so you, you could go Hernandez and Taylor just kind of flip-flop. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if... Honestly, we all know 79 is going to get retired. It's not. I don't think anybody's trying to hide that anymore. Um, He was the heart and soul of this team for pretty much six or seven seasons. Um, I mean, if, if, if they feel really, really confident about Vaughn at first base, which, again, if he wants to play first, he can. But if he wants to stay in the outfield, I would recommend doing it. Um, as for what you do at first base, Mark Hanna can play first base as well, which is never something to overlook. Um, I don't know. Just thinking in the future too much. Um, yeah. But again, you know, Abreu needs to, to, to accept at some point that I, I, I don't know if he is going to be able to stay a first baseman on this team anymore. Um, I, 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 I'm not sure. I'm, not, I'm with you on that. Um, but yeah, so I actually just said this, but, you know, something that really, really hurts and something that I realized today. Frankie Montes, Chris Bassett, and Marcus Simeon. Do you want? Do you want? Do you want to know what they all have in common? Um, they were all traded by the Chicago White Sox to the Oakland Athletics. Mm-hmm. Marcus Simeon just had his first All Star year, and uh, he's looking like he's going to get a nice three or four year deal. Chris Bassett had an All Star year. Frankie Montes is the if not ace, definitely chasing the ace job for the athletics. Um, I just want to say something. Um, Frankie Montez was not traded from the White Sox to the A's. He was traded to the Dodgers because the Sox wanted to get Todd Frazier. Even worse. That was a three-ray trade, right? It was. Okay. So I was about to say, I was like, we got him from the Reds, though. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. You're you're still, I mean, Montes is is still, you know, um, Dodgers didn't even have him for that long. Mm-mm. Um, not even a year. Yeah, that, that's, it's just really really hard to accept uh, these things though, because uh, I mean, Bassett and Montes as a in a rotation, 
wow. You could get Dallas out of here. Um, if you wanted to, you can run a six-man rotation, and I wouldn't be against it, quite honestly. Um, but, yeah, that's, you know, it's not like we got anything good for these guys. We got Jeff Samarja on a one-year deal or some crap like that. And we got Todd Frazier, who ended up being a terrible trade for us. Um, we thought we were getting, like, a good third baseman. He was just... Yeah. Eh, okay. Um, but, you know, going back to the catching situation, um, I was mentioning this earlier, but... Um, you... I mean, we just talked about how we have nothing at the catching situation that isn't named Yasmani Grandal. Okay, so here are the contract details. Grandal is currently on a four-year, $72 million contract. Um, I Again, I really, really wish they threw in a club option for their fifth year, but it's whatever. Um, I think that would have been a great move, but whatever. Um, so we still got two years after this year um, in which – uh, I think he's like eighteen point five million a year. Um, but okay, so the White Sox have like, if not the worst farm system, like the second worst farm system in all of MLB. It's it's terrible. We don't have any top one hundred prospects. Uh, that's one of the main reasons why Nick Madrigal was traded, um, because we don't have any prospects. But, um. So, in that crappy farm system, there are no top 30 catching prospects. That's bad. It's very bad. Um, I mean, I mean, you can't... I Again, I'm slipping up here, but Narvaez is going to be a free agent... Jeez, maybe a year before Rundall? I don't know when. I think he's supposed to be a free agent soon. Um, other than him, I don't know any catcher that's on an expiring contract um, that the White Sox may want to look into. So let's just get right to the case in point. Do you think Rundall will stay a Chicago White Sox entire career? He's 32 years old. And we have no catching whatsoever. I could definitely see it. Um, it's like kind of hard not to, unless, unless, yeah, it's gonna some guy unless it was a free agent signing or trade. I just can't see them not keeping Grandal. He's one. He offers a great bat. Like he gets on base, and two, he's a great catcher behind the plate. Don't see why they get rid of him. If if they had a guy like Joey Bart, I see a possibility, but this is just not. I can't see this happening. Like, if if the White Sox wanted to take a swing on a top ten catching prospect, they had. I I wouldn't agree with it, obviously, but at least they have a plan. They they don't have a plan for. If Grandal goes down for a season, they're they're screwed, quite honestly. Um, We're they, seeing that right now. Exactly. Like, this offense is mad slumping. It doesn't matter if Robert and Eloy are back. Um, yeah, it's bad. Mm-hmm. Because you, you basically, like, yeah, Saval has been... You've been mentioning it. He's kind of been hitting and all, but it's still, like, kind of pretty out. Plus, Collins is pretty out. We basically have a pitcher, equivalent of a pitcher, a, catch, a, a catcher. And some days when, when Larry Garcia is in the lineup, he can be. Exactly. So, so, yeah, we have two free outs sometimes in this lineup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like you just said, um, you've got a guy like 
um, Garcia constantly getting out, which is just, I mean, we're pretty much just giving people free outs at this point. And, uh, um, it's very annoying. Um, and you know, I mean, if, if they want to draft a catcher in the first round, which again, I don't think they do because I don't think there are going to be any catchers left in the first round that they actually like, quite honestly. Yeah, like. If you're a really good catching prospect, you're, you you usually go in the within the top fifteen. Yeah, I mean, the the Pirates literally just took a catching prospect at one when it was like guaranteed that they were going to take one of those shortstops, like uh, May uh, M- Mauler, whatever, um, and that or Jack Leader. It was like almost guaranteed they were going to take one of those guys, but they just said we want to invest in a catcher. So there's that. Um. Again, I just I don't see how the White Sox are going to be picking what probably bottom, probably bottom like twenty. Really, really bottom 20, probably. Um, I think the floor for them is the ALCS, quite honestly. Um, unless they have to face the Astros and the ALDS. Um, yeah, e- e- either way, they're going to be picking pretty late. I, I just don't see how a catcher falls that far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. It's, it's, it'd be hard to... To get one. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, you know, um, I I do think that, I mean, Grandal likes it here a lot more than he than he's liked it in previous places. There was definitely something going on in L.A. and Grandal's a professional, and he's not gonna you know, he's not like a football player where he's gonna say I want money, no. Um, he's, he's a professional baseball catcher and catchers kind of really keep their mouth shut. Um, but he just, he didn't like LA, like LA announced publicly that they were going to look into their farm, which obviously that answer was Will Smith, but Grandal was not having a fun time there because the fans were literally booing him after he put up like a 25 home run season in 2018 they 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 were just completely mad. Quite honestly, they they pretty much booed uh, Grandal out of L.A. Pretty much. Um, it's never good to see, you know, when fans just diss their players like that. Um, sadly, I did. I had the experience that on my birthday when I went to the Sox game. And those fans are looking pretty stupid right now. Were they booing somebody? Yeah, they remember when they booed Ryan Tapera off the field. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember that. Um, Tapera has been great since, which is a huge middle finger to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, Grandal, like Grandal, has gone out of his way to, and I know Instagram isn't everything, but he's gone out of his way to like post all these like encouraging things to his teammates. While he could be like the most discouraged person in all of the MLB because people just keep telling him that his average is too low. He's he literally got injured. Um, as we've as we've heard, Grandal made it back like incredibly quickly for the position that he's um at. And, you know, Tony just was praising him, praising him about how hard he's been working. Like, when Robert came back, he was, you know, um, talking about it. When Eloy came back, he was talking about it. Rondall just loves to support his teammates, 
and you can tell he he likes it in Chicago. So um, I don't think it's going to be any problem for Rick Hahn to um, pay him. Um, I think he's probably going to break the AAV for a catcher being paid, um, which Real Muto, I, I don't know how much Real Muto gets paid a year. Um, I do think Rondall breaks that AAV um, because just the market's going up, so he's not going to get this extension for um, maybe maybe like spring training of 2023. Um but uh, yeah, um, but uh, you know, let's just uh, go into the Yankees series here. Um, so obviously, today was a sad day. We lost the game, but today was a good day too. But Grandal's getting called up um, to be on his rehab assignment. Um, but unfortunately, had Rodon hit the IL, which is never good, never good for our ace. Um, yeah, it's our ace. It, it it sucks, man. Um, you know, seeing Rodon out now. I mean, our lineup's just starting to get healthy. I I I don't know when he'll be back. I mean. Isn't it supposed to be only uh, eight days now? Because um, it was uh, it started technically August eighth. I mean, um, I I could see that being eight days, but I could also see him maybe skipping two starts. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, th- he's never pitched this, this amount of innings before. So this like, is... go ahead. So I was just gonna say like. This is like his. This would be like his first full season since like 2016. Well, here's well, here's just the thing. If if he's down for you know a little bit, as in we're not seeing him until like September, which unfortunately you can't rule out of the possibilities. Um, with pitching injuries, they're a lot different than hitting injuries. Um, I mean, they can put a guy on the 10 day IL for a pitcher and say like, Oh, he's just got back tightness guys. He might be down there for a little while. If, uh, if it's more than just back tightness and quite honestly, Rodon. Okay. I can see teams wanting to overpay for him, but he's just going to be getting a downgrade in pay. Quite honestly, He's not going to be getting paid the amount of money that he would if he had a clean record until um, up until this season. Like if he just had a breakout year this year, it, like nobody would mind. But he is consistently gotten injured, and teams are going to be well aware of that. I agree with you, right there. And you know. If Rodon does resign here, which I think we can both agree, I think that's gonna happen. Um, I, I don't know. Be- before I go any further, do you, do you think he actually does resign here? It's gonna be a tough one, like um, because he's a Boris client. Mm-hmm. But I mean, look at—he's been in the org. He was drafted by this organization and was brought back by this organization. Broke out with this organization, so I mean, it's gonna be. It would be tough to see him for this organization probably to see him to see him go after he just had a breakout season with them. But I mean, if he shows no health, I mean, I could see the organization parting ways with him. But I mean, like, still, he's been your ace this year, been routine, routinely healthy this season, and and I mean, it's. It'd be tough to lose a guy who, if healthy, would probably have won the Cy Young. Yeah, um, I do th- still think he wins the Cy Young if he comes back in the amount of days that he is indeed supposed to come back in. Um, 
you know, because um, Lynn did miss 10 days. I don't know if people rem- remember that, but that was early on in the season. Um, you know, with with Rodon, I mean, is it really the end of the world if Rodon walks? It's really, really not. And I'll say that as, I mean, here, here's the thing. Lucas Giolito, this is just a weird year for him. He either looks like he's going to win the Cy Young one day or he's just going to, you know, be the fifth of the rotation sometimes. And honestly, that's okay because, you know, I think he's just been a little discouraged because two of his teammates have just, you know, overall pitched better than him. Um, you know, I, I do think he regains his confidence next year. I'm expecting a bounce back year from Lucas next year. Um, but you you got to look at this as, listen, you have Lynn Giolito, Cease, Kopech, can't believe I'm about to say this. Actually, you know what? No. Just happy thoughts for now. You have all four of those guys next year in the rotation. Um, you can say what you want about Kopech, but I still think he's going to be great. Um, but you got to explore some options for another pitcher um, if Rodon does walk. Now... Do you think that they actually look into somebody for Don Walks? Uh, yes, I think so. Like, I still, I still think they, uh, I, I think they, they do explore options of possibly trading Dallas Keiko, retaining salary. But I mean, like, I doubt anyone's gonna want him. But I, like, I think somebody would get him as long as we take some of the salary, which I'm fine with quite honestly mm-hmm. same like we, like we don't need them no and if if here's the thing with Keichel I'm okay with having a terrible fifth starter who on occasion can be okay but at the same time you just look at it he can't pitch here anymore like there's no doubt in my he's not getting tendered i can even if he's you know pitching to like a 310 ERA or something he's not going to get tendered next year a- after next year um i mean i i'm not going to rule out Keiko getting traded in the off season as a um as not a possibility cuz i do think it is um and honestly Okay, it's the Dodgers, but at the same time, they only have so much money, and they have three free agents who are pretty big names. Corey Seager, Max Scherzer, and of course, Clayton Kershaw. I think one of those pitchers walks, quite honestly. I agree with that. I mean, they they really can't pay... Almost all of them, and in a couple of years, Bueller's going to get demand a big payday. They're not going to definitely not going to lose Bueller. So, no, they 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 know they're not going to lose Bueller. Um, I I actually I, I don't think Bueller goes into free agency. Um, I think an extension gets done before he goes into free agency. But as for Kershaw and Scherzer, honestly, this is I can't believe I'm about to sit. They might choose Max Scherzer over Clayton Kershaw. I I I I don't I don't know how they do but I I don't know what it is. Um Scherzer's having the better year. I I just don't know how they're going to they're going to pick that but they they can't resign both quite honestly. Scherzer's going to be looking for a 3 year. Um Scherzer can get a 4 year if he wants to quite honestly. Um Kershaw's going to be looking for like a Ooh, if Mad Bum got that much money and those many years at the age he was at and at the place he was at, Kershaw can get whatever he wants to. He's only like 32, so wouldn't be shocked to see him get like a six or seven year deal, quite honestly. Yeah, um, I, I agree with that. 
yeah, um, but if Rodon is to walk, which again, I just don't see possible. Um, I, I got the, the Blue Jays might actually be an interesting candidate for him. Um, but again, I, I, I don't think he walks, but on the t- topic of his contract, this is not, not going to be a secret. He's going to break Grandal's record, quite honestly. Um, if he signs a four-plus-year deal, if he, no, if he signs a four-year or plus deal, he's going to break it. He's going to play break Grandal, quite honestly. He's, um, I, I think, I think we're all aware of that. So, it will be the largest contract the club's ever given out. Mm-hmm. Oh, almost when Rondell's contract almost didn't last. We could, we could have our ace right now, but I mean, someone's wife was a bit salty and couldn't leave the Northeast. Wait, who? Bob Wheeler. Oh my God, are you serious? Yep. <laughs> That's what that was. Oh my yeah. God. That is just insane. I knew we were close to getting him. Can you imagine Zach Wheeler instead of Dallas Keuchel right now? Oh my God. And you know what? I'd be petitioning for them not to re-sign Rodon. Quite honestly. Well, I wouldn't be. Pre- well, obviously I want Rodon back. But at the same time, you have Zach Wheeler, Lance Lynn, Lucas Giolito, Del- uh, Dylan Cease, and. Uh, or Don, but Michael Kopech needs a starting job. What I mean, Wheeler's been better than Rodon this year. Um, I, I I'll, I'll probably get a little bit of hate for that, but um, Wheeler's probably been a little better. If he was, if he was a sock man, that would that would have been great. Would have been great. Mm-hmm. Wheeler's probably about about the. Third, second best pitcher in the NL this year. Yep. Um, I, 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 I'm not gonna. Honestly, I think he's gonna win the Cy Young. So I'm gonna say he is the best pitcher in baseball right now. Um, as in this year, just this year, he's not the best pitcher in baseball. Um, but Degrom's not winning the Cy Young, unfortunately. Which, apparently, this whole thing is because he's swinging a bat. Um. Which is what I heard. He's been down, you know. He's gonna be down. He may be out for the season, is what rumors are saying. Um, I do think Wheeler is gonna uh, win the Cy Young. Um, if uh, I, I don't know about Burns, Bur- Burns and Wheeler are the last two standing. Quite honestly, um, if you ask me, I I don't see anybody else um, winning the uh, winning the NL Cy Young. I agree. Uh, I still leaning towards Burns. Yeah, um, Burns has been amazing this year too. Um, you know, um, I don't know if the uh, Brewers want to go to Burns for Game One though, because Woodruff has that playoff experience. Um, starting in those games, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah, I started the wild card game. He had a good wild card game. I think he only let up a home run to Trey Turner in like five innings of work. Um, but yeah, can you just imagine no Dallas Keuchel and instead Zach Wheeler. Yes. He got a five year deal from the Phillies, if I recall. Um, so after this year, he'd still be on a three year contract. Um, I can't. I still can't. We were so close. I was getting. I was getting excited. Um. I. I remember people who thought he was definitely coming to the White Sox. Um. That just. That blows. Um. They they could have picked so many other pitchers. Um. Besides Dallas Keuchel, they could have had Wheeler. They could have had Strasburg. They could have had Mad Bum, which honestly I do think that Mad Bum would be better than he is now, because the Diamondbacks are just—they're bad. I'm not trying to blame Mad Bum at all. Um, 
Ryu. Oh, yeah, Ryu, too. We could have had Ryu. We could have had Madball. We could have had Wheeler. Could have had Strasburg. Could have had... Uh, I can't believe I'm about to mention his name. This Okay. Out of those four pitchers, who would I think would actually come here? It would be Wheeler and um, Ryu because Madbum likes to hit, um, which isn't going to matter for him anymore. Um, but, uh, I, I mean, just out of, out of all those free agents, we we picked Dallas Keuchel. Um, and that that whole off season sucked. Um, well, only one. Okay, we we did get our best hitter from that offseason. But Ciszek, Gonzalez, Encarnacion, and Dallas Keuchel. I don't, I don't think I need to go any further than that. It's yeah. just... What pain. Yeah. Uh, um, we could have, instead of Gonzalez, we could have had Wood for depth. Did he re-sign with LA? Who oh, Wood? No, he's he's with the Giants. No, I mean last year he was with the Giants. No, I mean like, well, no, he he won one last year with the Dodgers. Ooh. But was he a free agent? Yeah, and, he was. Oh, so he re-signed on a one-year deal with the Dodgers. Yeah. So. You could have had Wood. Would have been a way better move. Uh, no pun intended. Um, I, I I didn't even think about that. And then um, he's, he's a good starting pitcher. And the Giants definitely like him. That was a good move. I liked it when they did that. Honestly, he could still be pitching well for us. But I don't know. Knowing Tony La Russa, He's probably gonna trade Dallas Keuchel, not 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 Tony La Russa. My bad. Knowing knowing the front office and Tony La Russa, um, a little bit, he's probably gonna do a little something like this: not resign Rodon, trade Dallas Keuchel, and then have Ronaldo Lopez have the five spot in the rotation. Oh my goodness! Now Lopez is better out of the bullpen. I'm really really liking what I'm seeing out of Lopez, quite honestly. Really do think that he could be a good rotation piece. And if he can pitch to like a – honestly, I'd be okay if he's coming out of the pen with like a 360 ERA at the end of the year. He, you know, if he, he can give you some innings and, you know. Um, and Jimmy Cordero also will be coming back next year, which I always thought he got a little bit of a bad rap. But um, – Ricky – Exactly. Um, you know, Ricky definitely pitched him way too much. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it's um, off-season deals. We need, to, we need to get an outfielder signed. We need to re-sign Rodon, quite honestly. Um, if only we made that deal for Wheeler. Or just literally pursued Ryu or um, Strasburg or Wood or Jeez. I'm kind of glad we didn't do Strasburg because he's always injured. Uh, I'm I'm fine. I, I don't know about that. About that. If if Strasburg can stay healthy, he's a top. He's a top seven pitcher in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I've seen top five, and honestly, that's not even a stretch. Um, he's just that good. But um, honestly, I would have rather if, – if assuming Strasburg stayed healthy, I would have signed Strasburg over Cole, um, which I know that just sounds asinine to say. But if Strasburg could have stayed healthy, I would have picked Strasburg over Cole um, because – um, honestly, I just called him a nine-year, three hundred and twenty-four, or whatever the hell that contract is. 
Um, it, terrible contract by the Yankees, by the way. Um, and well, not well, not terrible contract, but you see it. I mean, I never like nine-year deals unless your name is Mike Trout, Mookie Betts, or Jacob Degrom. So, um, or Aaron Judge. If if you're a, I don't know how to say this, but if you're a position player, you can have that many years. If you're a, if your name is Jacob Degrom, you can have that many years. But I, I still won't like that signing for years to come because Garrett Cole is like thirty now. He's still got like eight years left on that contract. So that's a ton to go through. Um, but yeah. Uh, oh, before we go, Yankee series coming up. Um, Field of Dreams game. Um, if we don't if we don't blow up the Yankees tomorrow, I'm gonna be wildly mad. Um, because I know that he's gotten lucky, unlucky this year. But Andrew Heaney is just not a good pitcher. Um, his offense should be able to blow him up, quite honestly. Um, but I think it's it's gonna be Lynn. Then it's gonna be. Is it Giolito after that? No, it's it's Cease, right? Cease, yes. Yeah, Cease and then Giolito. Cole and Montgomery. Honestly, obviously, honest to God, those Montgomery might have might be their second best pitcher in their rotation this year. He's been wildly underrated. Um, they both have COVID. They won't be there for the series. So, I don't. They're you're going to throw out Talion, or however you pronounce his last name. We're Tyon. not going to get carved. Tyon. They're not, we're not going to get carved up by Montgomery and Cole, which is just what happened last time. Um, I'm going to predict a 2-1 series win. I think we win the Field of Dreams game, and I think we win. Mm, I'm going to say we win the C-Start, too, and drop the final game of the series. I agree. Yeah, I think. That's the start. We uh we win. Obviously, I think we'll win one of the big bastard pitches. I I love that nickname. Um. Uh, I I don't think. I I think the offense is gonna explode against Heaney. Um. And even if they don't, he's not gonna be out there for a long time. And quite honestly, the Yankees' blowpen has been really really bad this year, and they did absolutely nothing to address it. Address it at the trade deadline. Also, Rizzo has COVID. So, um, first off, Yankees, you need to get your shit together because everybody's catching COVID over there. Um, but, uh, yeah, they have a couple of names that are pretty big out with COVID, um, which might be beneficial to us because they're now losing their first baseman who's just been absolutely wrecking major league pitching right now. Um, Gallo has been ice cold. Um, that is, I don't know, good news because he's a sleeping giant or whatever. Judge hasn't been as good as he was, um, because he got, got COVID. I don't, I don't, you know, blame him at all. Um, uh, there are, uh, few easy outs in that Yankees lineup, quite honestly. Labor Torres and Gio Urshela can't do anything this year. Um, which, by the way, I got told Gio Urshela was a better third baseman than Yoan Moncada going into this season. Um, looking back on that, that was kind of hilarious that I was getting told that. Um, I can't believe people actually said that. Um, I know. That, that, that was crazy. Um... <laughs> But yeah, I think, I think Mankata actually had. Uh, let's just actually go straight to the picked click. Um, I'm gonna predict that Mankata has a big series. So, uh, who's your uh, picked click? Robert to break out. Sorry about that, guys. Um, we. 
I accidentally glitched out there for a second. Um, but we were going back to our picks to click. I picked Moncada. Um, who are you going with? Uh, I'm going with the guy who I think is going to break out, and I'm going to go with Luis Robert. Oh, shoot. I forgot that Robert just got back. Um, Robert is a candidate to hit a ball 450 feet into the corn. Um, yeah. Uh, I think, uh, I think the White Sox are going to have a big series. Um, I think it's just going to be like the Astros series. They're pissed off that they swept them last time. And I think, uh, I think they take revenge on them. Um, and, uh, I don't think the Yankees are able to win the series. Sox, uh, Sox on top. Um, but, uh, yep. So, uh. Again, recap, uh, Twins series, absolute letdown. La Russa pretty much blows it. Probably could have swept him if he actually made the right bullpen decision um, in the second game. And if he actually played our players correctly, we probably would have won the third game as well. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, that is what that is. Uh, you know, any final thoughts about, uh, Yankee series or, uh, anything like that? Um, no, not really. It's, uh, going to be a big series and it's going to be kind of fun. It's going to be very fun tomorrow and can't wait for it. Yep. Um, I can't wait for the Field of Dreams game. Um, I don't know why the hell the Cubs are getting it next year. Um... I don't even want to get started on that, but I don't, I don't, they shouldn't be there. Um, I think it should be reserved for somebody to face the White Sox every single year because we're actually in the movie. Um, actually the movie's based around us. Um, I feel it should be us and the Red Sox, we're being honest. I think it should be us and Reds next year, quite honestly. I think it, I think it should have been White Sox and Reds. This year, though, um, that would have been that actually would have been entertaining because we threw the series against the Reds. So um, I think that would have been a nice backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, I just throw in the Red Sox there because of the scene at Fenway. The scene at Fenway. You went to Boston. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good point, too. Um. Yeah, when he has to. Oh, the, one of the weirdest parts of the that movie is when he's just like standing in front of the car. That that was so creepy. Yeah, it was. I, I just I remember watching that for the first time, and that was so creepy. Like he gets out of the car and he turns, and the guy's just standing in front of the car. Uh, <laughs> it was it was freaky. Um, that, that's a great movie. Um. But uh, I can't wait to, um, you know, see those uniforms uh, tomorrow. It's, it's going to be fun. Um, hopefully we don't get shelled like we did last time where we scored, like, two runs. Um, and let's still keep in mind the Yankees are without one of their best relievers still. Zach Clinton. Um, Chad Green is not the same Chad Green. Araldis Chapman has just looked like utter dog crap. Um, since letting up a home run to Andrew Vaughn. Um, I don't know. As soon as he let up his first run, he's just looked like... I don't even know anymore. Um, this is a guy who used to be, like, the best relief pitcher in baseball. Now he is just not good anymore. Well, well he's, still, he's still good, but he's still quality, I guess. Um... No, he's just been bad this year, though. Um, not the same Chapman, that's for sure. Um, if he doesn't have his velo one day, he's pretty much going to blow it up. So, um, yeah, it should be an interesting series. Um, and, uh, again, thank you for coming on, as always. Um, Thanks for having me. And, uh, yeah, that's going to wrap up um, the second edition. Um Next podcast will be previewing the uh, 
four-game series against Oakland. Um, Liam Hendricks returns there, um, and future White Sox Mark Canna. Um, I think it it's in Oakland, right? No, it's at Guaranteed Rate. Oh, okay, never mind. Well, future White Sox Mark Canna is going to be uh, visiting his future um, stadium, um, and uh, Liam Hendricks will be visiting uh, his old team. So, um, should be a really, really interesting series um, against the Yankees. And uh, let's just actually win something for once. Um, that's all I got. All right. And uh, again, guys, thank you for listening. Um, and again, um, you can find me at White Sox City. And that was White Sox Orbit. Um, and again, thank you for tuning in.